Hey everybody! Hey guys! Welcome to our second episode of Up to Talk. We made it to episode two. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long time coming. Blake and I have spent so much time together these past few weeks, which has been very fun and special. More than the past ten years. Yeah. So we have just spent a lot of time together, done a lot of talking, a lot of planning, and a lot of communicating, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. So let's just get right into it. So. Emily, how do you think our communication has been these past two, past couple weeks of starting this? And So just to preface, as many of you know, probably from our last episode, or just if you don't know, I'm telling you now, Blake and I have been friends for a very long time. Um, We've communicated in all sorts of ways throughout the years. Obviously, um, we've changed a lot, like, in terms of communicating since we, well, kind of, since we were... um, like in eighth grade and would like AM message or whatever for that. <laughs> Devil Kid ninety seven. Yeah. Was my aim. Um but and then texting and then obviously when you're in high school you see people at school every day, so that's like sort of your main form of communi- communication I think. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, I was like always texting people in high school. I it, I was like always talking to like a hundred people at once. Me too. I, I, th- I think I you were always I think I don't know why high schoolers are always juggling like a million conversations. Yeah, I was like, talking to like ten boys at once, like as friends too. But like I don't even talk to like two boys now. Yeah, it was all texting, no calling, no FaceTimes, no, literally nothing. just. But you would see them at school, so like whatever. And you would text them in class throughout the day, like it would just never stop. Yeah, so that was high school, obviously a long time ago now. And then we both went to co- college in separate states. Um, so I don't know. We visited each other. We would FaceTime. Blake's huge on FaceTime. I like texting more. She ignores my FaceTimes constantly. Yeah, which honestly pisses him off. And, like, I totally get it. We're going to talk about that later, too. Um, I don't know, a lot of, like, catching up in person and that type of thing. But this whole working relationship that we've had to, to, you know, get through together has been a whole new level of communication um, that has really brought out, I think, sides of both of us that we didn't know existed because we've never worked in this type of way before together. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really challenging because... We both have the same reason of why we're doing this, but getting to the end part is hard when you have two separate voices with two conflicting opinions. Yeah, and, like, if someone overheard us, they'd be like, why are they arguing? And then, at like, after 30 minutes, we're like, hang on one second. Like, we literally agree on this subject. Right. It's like, we both want to get to the top of the mountain, but I want to go, like, <laughs> I want to go, like, up the right side, and you want to go up the left. Yeah, like, so we're just, like, trying to work around that. And honestly, I think it's it's been good for both of us. Um, especially too, I mean, we're going to talk also about more like personal relationships and communication, but just like coming from business partners, like who are also friends, business partners, so official, (laughs) but two people working on a project together who are also friends. I think it's helpful that we've been friends for so long and we have like such a solid friendship because even when we do disagree or, you know, we get annoyed with each other or something, we can break up as friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like we have, like, a confidence that, like, I can say something that I know, like, might piss her off, but, like, we've been friends for so long that we'll be able to brush it off, hopefully. Right. Or not even brush it off, but, like, talk it through. Yeah, talk it through is better. Um, yeah, Blake, that's br- brushing it off is bad communication. That's just where me and Blake are at right now. Um, even, like, talking about this episode, like, talking about communication, and obviously up to talk is about talking open dialogue and open dialogue and saying things that we don't always feel comfortable saying it's it's really challenging we don't overlook that and um just really quick like anyone who's like interacted with us so far like dm'd us um and shared like we're 
really happy that you did that and we're excited that you're part of the conversation because we know it's not easy yes and yeah so me and Blake are just out here working on our communication skills guys okay <laughs> yes we are and we actually wanted to get right into it and just okay so number one why is it so weird to call someone like if you think about it like all of my communication and I'm sure yours too and whoever's listening whatever like it is all texting and people will literally ignore your phone call and then be like just text me and well, it's like I do that all the time right but it's like are you doing something or do you just not want to talk to them I mean I obviously think texting is like such a huge part of our lives it's convenient and it's just so like I don't know easy mm-hmm. um I mean it's funny like for me because I think I communicate through like better through words anyways even if it is texting um or at least I, I have the like impression that I do and then I totally like my text message gets misinterpreted and then I'm like all wrong so I don't know so I think like sometimes I use texting like and I used to like freak out when people would call me or like my sister would hate calling I was always better than her she would like hate calling like doctor's offices and stuff to make appointments and like I would always have to call like when it comes down to it like I will answer answer a phone call and talk to you I think it's weird and it's like funny because I'm I think I'm so the opposite like I like will FaceTime everybody like that is my main form of communication and I think people think that it's so weird to do I don't think it, I mean it's not like weird it's just like like I know the people who are like ignoring my FaceTimes on purpose and will text me and I know they're not doing anything and it's not even that I had something important to say but we're just so used to like I don't want to say hiding behind our phones but like we like the idea of like getting the text message and having time to think because it's just, like, easier, and I, and it's honestly, like, lazy. Yeah, and also, like, you, then you can control what you say, and, like, awkward silence, like, isn't really a thing. Yeah. I don't know, but, and, but texting is, like, good, too, like, obviously, I think sometimes, like, you know, when you're having an issue with your friend, or, like, whoever, and you just, like, make, like, you make up over texting instead of, like, talking about in person? I think that's the worst. It's the worst. Like, Blake and I, like, weren't getting along yesterday which isn't important, but we we were, like, talking last night after, like, a long day, and I, we were, like, let's just, like, talk about it tomorrow in person. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's just better to save it for in person because then yeah. nothing gets lost in translation, and it's just so much easier to, like, see how someone reacts to what you say Yeah. because then you know that, like, it came off correctly. Yeah. Like, we, we could have sat last night, like, texting each other paragraphs back and forth, which we t- trust us have done in the past before. Like, you don't even want to know. And it's miserable. So miserable. But instead, like, today we just met up and, um, we're like, okay, like, let's cut to the chase, like, had a conversation, like, back in action, like, no breakup here, guys, like, we're going strong, two of us. <laughs> Reaching our month anniversary soon of when the podcasting started. Oh my god, it's, like, so, so crazy, but, um... But I think the texting also relates back to, like, people not responding to it, and... And if you've, like, followed us recently on Instagram, we've had a couple polls about ghosting and if you've been ghosted and if you've ever ghosted someone. And for most of the people, it was, yes, you have ghosted and you have... Yeah. You've been ghosted and you have ghosted someone. And it's crazy because... A really quick note on ghosting. So, I mean, I think, like, everybody would know that term. But what we're talking about here is when someone just... I mean, it happens slowly sometimes and sometimes it's abrupt. But when you're talking to someone, either whether it's a friend... Um, usually like a newer friend or someone that you're doesn't have to be a newer friend yeah okay so a friend or someone that you're like romantically interested in or like you're hooking up with something like that and then they just 
either like slowly like fade away without like it's more like an abrupt ghosting. It is. It's abrupt. Like, they just don't answer one day. You like, text them one day, what's up, what are you doing today, and they don't respond, and they never respond. Yeah. Like, that happened to me this year. Like, I had a close friend um, who I would talk to, like, every day, um, and he, we would talk all the time, we would hang out, and then I texted him one afternoon in January, and was like, hey, what's up, and then he just never responded for six months, which is, like, fine, I guess. Like, I got over it. And it was just a friend, like, it was fine. When someone doesn't respond to you out of nowhere, for like, out of the blue, I was like, what happened? I was like, did I say something? Did I offend him? Did he get back together with his girlfriend? Right. Is he injured? <laughs> is he dead? Is he dead? Like, do I have to track him down? Like, is he okay? I don't know. Do I have to go Liam Neeson on him and find him? Yeah, like, literally your mind goes, at, like, everywhere, and I feel like even though it's hard to say like to someone that you're talking to like if you do need a break from them or if you do need space or you do need to you know take some time for yourself you can say like i just need some time to figure some stuff out it's not personal it's not you mm-hmm. or it, it even or even like it is you like i i just don't like see this going anywhere or whatever um well i think ghosting is so me, but that's fine. i think ghosting is so like our generation because like we send these text messages and like you know that they read them or like you know that they're online like we have so many avenues of like snapchat saying like recently active or, like instagram with like the green dot like you know that they're there and it, it's almost like worse because they, and they want you to know sometimes that like you saw it and like that's half the point i don't know if you feel that way like have you ever felt when someone like doesn't respond to you like they they want you to know that they're not responding yes maybe but i think that just goes back to like a lack of communication that's like why if you don't answer or like if you do ghost the person on the other side of that like is up to interpretation for anything so let's say like you dropped your phone in the toilet let's say blake texted me serious and then i had dropped my phone in the toilet that night by accident and then i don't answer because i don't have my phone because i dropped it in the toilet and blake's sitting there thinking like like is she ignoring me is she mad at me i don't know if blake would think this but like just I probably a hypo- hypothetical situation or like did I say something wrong like blah 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 meanwhile like the person on the other side of the story is just like going to the Apple store to get a new phone like you know what I'm saying yeah but my point is that if you want to contact somebody even if you dropped your phone in the toilet like whatever like you have so many avenues these days to get a hold of someone like it's not like you're writing a letter anymore and just not responding and it's like snail mail and they won't hear from you for months it's like if I drop my phone in the toilet but you send me something and I want to get in touch with you i'll use my computer i'll use my mom's phone like there's so many ways to get a hold of you that i think ghosting is so purposeful right but but also i i don't know i just feel like that's like psychologically i mean not to get like i was doing some reading about ghosting like from a psychological point of view and it's like basically like the like the silent treatment to the max like yeah it's not it's like it's unhealthy I think. oh it's so unhealthy you're literally being put in time out by somebody and you don't know why yeah so i'm saying like I, like, it just, it's confusing, because, like, I feel like, okay, we're like, yeah, like, don't read into it that much if someone doesn't answer, but then also, like, yeah, they probably, like, don't want to talk to you if they don't answer. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I just think, like, when someone does that, I think as just, like, people, like, we're so curious as, like, why people do things, and so, like, when you are ghosted, it's, like, hard to, it's hard to understand the why and all of that, because so you're not I getting it. That's why I think it. people should just be more upfront about it. Oh, they need to. People need to be more upfront about it. Okay, so we agree. See, this is the problem, guys.
I mean, obviously in friendship too, but also, I mean, especially in college, like in hookup culture and dating culture. Um, I mean, obviously Blake and I can only speak on behalf of our personal experiences and like what we know from our friends and stuff, but just like seeing four years of college relationships and people hooking up and the way that they interact with each other and like running into people and everything that happens in between. I don't, the communication's like whack. I don't know. It's so horrible. And like, it's funny because you wouldn't think, well, I guess you would now, but like, like, I feel like as when you're young, you think the intimacy part is like act being with someone, like physical stuff. But like, as you get older, like, I think the intimacy part is more like having the open dialogue. Yeah. Like, or like having those like honest conversations or getting to know someone like it's so backwards. And I, I mean, I'm curious to see what it's like after college. I'm sure it depends on the situation, but definitely in college, like, I felt like hooking up with people and, like, sexual, physical relationships were, like, way less intimate than literally having a conversation with them. They are. Yeah. I mean, to some people, they matter, but I think it's more getting to know someone on, like, a deeper level is the intimacy yeah, part. that's so backwards, though, because, like, when you think about, like, physical connection and all that, like, it should, it, it's so much better when it's, like with someone that you care about and you know about, like, for mm-hmm. the most part, that, that's, I mean, I can't speak on behalf of guys either, but I know, like, from the perspective of, like, a lot of women that I know, like, it sucks to, you know, be vulnerable with someone, like, with your body and open up, like, physically and all this stuff, and then the the communication and, like, the relationship building just isn't there. Like, there's just, it's not, like, reciprocated, and then girls, like, think they're, like, being clingy or crazy or whatever when they want more, even though... I think it takes a lot longer for a guy to open up in that sense. Yeah. For them to have the meaningful conversation, like, they're not going to do it as often as much as a girl would. And I just think that just goes back to, like, for a guy finding the right person and then opening up versus a girl. But how are you going to know if it's the right person if you don't talk to them and get to know them? Well, that happens gradually. Do you not agree? Like, because I don't think that, like... Blake and I are both single. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> but um, I don't think that, like, when you're talking to someone new, like, you're not going to, like, ask about their deepest, darkest secrets. Like, it, it's a gradual progression, and it's, like, a natural progression that yeah, just, like, like happens. Why would, why would you... You'll, like, sleep with them. Well, sometimes it's just for fun. Well, that's true. That's one thing. Like, that's also a separate thing. Like, it's a whole separate people. issue, yeah. I'm just saying, in situations where maybe the expectations aren't clear, like, maybe one person is just looking to have fun. And the other person is also looking to have fun, but... Gets lost in the sauce. <laughs> no, but... Ew. But wants, like... I meant in the feelings. But wants more... Ew. But wants more, like, wants more to it. Like, they want... Even if, like, they're not expecting, like, a relationship from someone, like, they want... To get to know the person that they're spending time with. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel like I could never like figure that out in college. I, I think it. Well, first of all, I think college is an environment that very few people do figure it out. Like we see these like some of these relationships in college, and you're like, whoa, like they're so perfect. Like, how do they work? But like most of the people aren't in those relationships. Yeah, I guess that's true. And I think, I think as like we're all like growing and like moving so quickly, like especially in college and like even a little bit of post grad, as we figure ourselves out, like we figure out like. How to communicate better yeah and because a lot of the times we're just like playing a guessing game 
Like, I think, like, it's all a guessing game when you're attacking people. Well, even, I mean, even when you see them in person. Oh, yeah, that's even worse. It's more awkward. Those people that, like, you, like, talk to over attack where, where like, it's not even an issue, or, like, even, like, when you're drunk and then, like, you see them, you don't say hi to each other. Right, like, that's not normal. No, it shouldn't be normal, but it is normal. Right, but, like, why, why is this normal? Why is that okay? Like, how come, how come you can literally hook up with someone or, like, have slept over, literally sleep over last night, and then they see you, and it's, like, awkward, like, if they see you in the library? I don't know. I've always thought about that. Like, it's fun. I had, like, a saying, um, I don't know if you remember, and like late high school early college like it's only awkward if you make it awkward and like I still stand by that statement yeah, but you know how hard I tried to make things not awkward my life still got like horribly awkward <laughs> like I was literally just telling Blake a story about how I was had been hanging out with a guy like overnight whatever and in the morning when I left his house it was snowing and so I just texted him and I said it's snowing and then my friends were like you're so fucking weird. Like, why would you text him that? And then he responded. He was like, oh, okay. And I actually think we had, like, a pretty good conversation after that. Because I was like, who the fuck cares? Like, I just slept over at his house. I can't say that it's snowing. I mean, I guess that was weird thinking about it. Maybe that's a bad example. but No, I think all the power to you. I don't think, I don't think that should be weird at all. Like, I think if you just had an intimate relationship with someone in that sense, you should be able to text them, like, what are you doing? How's your day? Like, it's yeah, snowing. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's something that's on your mind? Like, I think that should be so normalized. But yeah. it's not because... And it's only not because people don't do it. And then, like, they feel weird about it because their, their friends don't do it. So their friends, like, say it's weird when actually yeah. they just wish that they could do it. Right. Like, I... Especially at the later part of college, and this came out in, like, sometimes the wrong ways. Like, and I think... I mean, I don't want to get too much into this, but this is, like, sort of a problem with drinking. And, like, when you get drunk and start spewing stuff and saying things, you wouldn't say normally when you're sober, even though, like, they're, they're things that you clearly have on your mind. I lost my train of thought. But anyways, towards the end of college, I just was like, fuck it. I don't know. I was doing this project that was about going out and, like, social life and stuff, and I interviewed a boy I know for the project, and he... We only really know each other socially, when I see him, like, at bars or whatever, or at school, same, like, group of friends, not really. And so we met for coffee, and it was, like, the weirdest experience of my life. A, I was trying to explain, like, my pro- my English project and why, why I was interviewing him and what I was writing about, which is, like, so personal to me. But also, like, we are in a coffee shop, and I literally never heard this person's voice bef- Like, I didn't know what their voice sounded like. <laughs> not over the loud music. Not over, like, yeah, not over the music of a bar like a party or something and I was like so confused by it and it was it was like I just left that conversation being like why don't I like know any like why don't I talk to people like why don't I know anybody like that I'm like like I know so many people like I have their phone number and I follow them on Instagram they don't know the first thing about me and I don't know anything about them well I feel that I don't know if you feel this way even like with people who you like know like that like you have their number you have their snapchat like you follow them on Instagram like in the same class and then like you have like a project together like you have to like meet in a coffee house and you're like this is so weird like I've never interacted with you like one sober two like in a way where like I have to genuinely like hear about your thoughts yeah that are other than just the vodka soda you just ordered your, your latest vacation on Instagram yeah I mean that's why like I guess group projects and stuff if you have classes with people like I've had 
not a ton, but I've like been paired up with people in group projects that, and that's sort of like in a setting where you like really like get down to it. Like you are talking about something that you're both interested in and like having to do work and work on that type of thing. But it, it, I feel like it shouldn't have to be like in such a educational setting where you're just having real conversations about things that are important to you, right? Yeah, we just need to say what we actually want to say to people. And I think that is, like, the hardest part because people are just so engulfed about, like, how things are being perceived and how they want things to come off that they're nervous about saying how they actually feel. And this can be, like, even, like, the smallest thing about me not liking how you randomly, like... Interrupt you? Interrupt me. <laughs> yeah, which... Like, that worked in the sense of interrupting but or just like your roommate asking him to take out the trash or like just like dumb things like we're just so like it's so hard to express ourselves for the littlest things that like when it gets down to real conversations and getting to know people it makes it that much harder right like even with my closest friends still sometimes I like have to like remind myself to like say what I'm saying and I was saying this earlier with like we we have a strong enough friendship at this point like we've been friends for so long that like we can have hard conversations and like disagree with each other and do all that and we know it's going to be okay but I feel like we should be able to I mean obviously like within the boundaries of like respectful and being respectful basically like conversation you always want to be respectful but I said that four times in a row be respectful people we all want to like listen to each other and like have open dialogue but also it it's it feels like a risk i feel like to open up to people and to talk to people and it, it's like worth it i don't know it's sense? a rewarding risk yeah i mean i think i think people get so caught up in like the negative impacts of what can happen if they truly like say what they want that they don't even stop to think about like oh this person could stop doing that thing that i hate or that really bothers me if i just say like the one sentence that i need to say yeah let's like segue back to relationships really quick because like i want to like get a little guy girl like action going here mm -hmm. um but i feel like it's an interesting dynamic like i know with my friends and like the people that i talk to like we're always afraid to text first or like initiate conversations with guys or ask them too many questions or like because we don't want to seem clingy or we don't want to seem crazy or like all those things that sort of go along with like being overly emotional as a woman and like that type of thing like what do you think about that Do you have a thought about that? Look, well, I am a little speechless here because there is kind of a fine line. There's really no, like, right or wrong in this situation. I mean, I can sit and tell you that sometimes girls can be really fucking annoying, but at the end of the day, let's just take a step back here. The girls who are always getting the guy or keeping the relationship is the one who just really does not give a fuck. She's the one who's out with her friend, she's having a good time, she's doing her own thing. She's not texting him at 10 p.m. asking her plan, asking his plan, because she has her own plan. She's putting herself first. She, as my friends like to say, she's just about her bands. More of the story, girls. Let's stop worrying about him. Go about your business. Have fun. Have a good night. If he's into you, he'll text you. If not, just move the fuck on. It's just, like, so stupid. Like I Confidence would... is sexy in everybody. Yeah. But it's, like, then, like, if you're overconfident, then you're, like... Well, then you're annoying. Right. Like, how, what the fuck? Like, how are you <laughs> supposed to figure that out? I don't get it. It's, a, it's a, like, a tightrope. You, you have to walk the tightrope. That's tight horrible. Rope. It's horrible. I just want to be myself. It's horrible, but you have to walk that you can be yourself around the person. Yeah. <laughs> when you find the person... No, I'm kidding. That's horrible. But I really think that, like, you... I think that we have to stop overthinking 
overthinking about texting that person first or texting the guy yeah. first or texting the girl first and yeah but then like on the other side it's like okay well I have heard guys say like really rude things about girls that have texted them and like I, I have been on the other side of that where people are like oh like they're so annoying whatever like that's shitty yeah don't do that sorry I'm not here to tell you what to do <laughs> you can't you can't like you God, can't so change your future self based on like how people have like yeah. talk down about what you've done because if you're going to do that for the rest of your life then you'll literally never be able to do anything everything yeah. will be so debilitating yeah debilitating I guess there's like just looking back on it now in college there's so many situations where I missed out on something that could have been fun or I missed an opportunity or didn't take a risk because I was like afraid to communicate my feelings like literally there was someone that I wanted to like ask to a date party but I was like no I can't ask them to a date party and so then I went to the date party by myself and had a horrible time where like it wasn't that big of a deal you, you just asked like you know what I mean like it doesn't need to be like such a make it or break it type of thing shoot your shot Emily shoot your shot Emily <laughs> like I said Blake and I are both single <laughs> yeah still yeah very but um do you know what I mean though like I, I just I don't know how to like reconcile that like in my in my head that like even like with you like I I don't know. I just like feel awkward like speaking up sometimes. I I honestly have never felt awkward like speaking up. Like I I think I'm a very like outwardly person. Like you're never going to be like guessing about like what I want to do or like or how I feel. Yeah. Like I'm even these like stupid like conversations like if there's like a group of 8 of us whatever and like we're talking about like what we want for dinner and everyone's like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know like and I'm like <laughs> no, I want to go here. And, like, I don't feel bad about speaking up because it's, like, if everyone says, like, I don't know or so unsure, like, one person has to be sure about where they want to go or what they want to do to at least, like, drive the conversation forward. So, like, yeah. in terms of that, of, like, communicating with people, my philosophy, Blake, obviously, I'm, I'm not really anything, but I just, like, always say, like, what I mean or how I feel because you're not really losing anything by doing that. It just like it's it may hurt your and, like, you it may hurt your down. ego, but that's about it. Like if you get rejected or something. Yeah, get rejected or just like I don't even I wasn't even saying just in only relationships, but like, like, unless like what you mean or what you say is like hurtful, there's no really downside to doing that. To doing what? To saying what you mean. Right, and I agree. I just think it's so hard to get there in. Not every situation, but in a lot of situations where there's, like, pressure to act a certain way or there's, like, negative stereotypes about, like, being overly emotional or, like, oversharing or being clingy, like, all of that stuff, right? Well, yeah, it feels, it feels like, impossible in some situations. It does. Yeah. And it feels like you can't speak up because of maybe how the other person will react or maybe because, like, like Emily said, like, we're scared of vulnerability. having these like but doing what we say or doing what we mean like saying what we mean shouldn't be frowned upon and it is right now what if you like don't know what you mean like i feel like a lot of times with me like you as you can tell i'm like a very like in indecisive person or just like even, like, both of us, like, we're both still trying to figure things out, like, even in relationships and friendships, like, even working on this podcast, like, we aren't 100% sure all the time, like, what it is that we want, like, we have 
we know a general idea and we like know our goals and like our values and stuff but like it's hard to figure out exactly what you want i don't know no it is but that's what i was saying like with i had a few saw my ghosting posts on instagram um on up to talk we did a poll about ghosting and like it showed that most people have been ghosted and um ghosted other people and i was just saying like it comes down to communication and a lot of times people are just uncomfortable and don't know what they want and they don't know what to say so they just say nothing when it's okay to admit that you don't know what you want yeah it is that should be normalized right normalize admitting (laughs) that you don't know what you want normalize being unsure i don't know where we're going with this we're kind of just ranting but i don't know i think the point of up to talk and i think the reason we're here and why blake and i are sitting down and you know, having these tough conversations about what we want to achieve and, you know, each other's work habits and our creative ideas, like, butting heads, and sometimes they work great and we're, like, over the moon, like, whatever it is, and it's, like, definitely tumultuous, like, up and down all over the place, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, when we communicate between the two of us, like, things are always better 100% of the time. So much smoother. And I think, like, building off of that, like, we started this platform and this, like, idea because we want to continue these conversations, like, especially with people our age and, like, have this open dialogue. And I just think, like, the biggest takeaway, like, from this conversation should just be, like, as young adults, if we had these conversations more, like, there would be less communication. Or there would be less miscommunication, sorry. If we had these conversations more there would be less miscommunication. Right. Because then we would know what we want from uh, from others. Right. Exactly. And I think... Obviously, like, it's important to be intentional with what you say. Like, we completely agree with that, and we hope that this wasn't too ranty because sometimes we're still learning how to like, communicate talking to a microphone. Um, it's definitely a new skill. Mm-hmm. And we're both. We get, like, distracted sometimes, but I think... We're also passionate about what we're saying. Yeah. I guess, like, this, the theme of this episode is communication, but also, like, what Up to Talk is and, like, why we're creating it. Like, and I said earlier, like, thank you to all the people who shared. Like, seriously, thank you. And... It really does mean, like, like the world to us. Like, it's cool that, like, we are starting to get this feedback from people who, like, A, feel the same way or, like, B, are, like, sharing stories with us that they've been through where, like, miscommunication has happened in college. And it's, like, this could have all been solved with just, like, one text of, like... Or a phone call, Blake. Or, or FaceTime yeah. saying what you really want. We want to hear your feedback and we want to communicate with whoever might be listening. Um, and, you know, we want to appeal to a diverse range of people and like a wider audience of most of the people our age, I think, we're targeted towards.
in conclusion, no, but seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening to Up to Talk. I know we might always not say what we want to say perfectly. Um, we're working on it, but... And figuring it out, just like you guys. I think the point of all of this and what we want to create and what we want people to take away from this is that your voice matters, your opinion matters, your story matters, um, and you don't have to say it perfectly. Um, and you don't have to, you know, present everything in a neat little package. But if you're allowed to say what's on your mind, it's encouraged here. And we just hope that you have that space and that you, you know, think about what you want to think about and say what you want to say. There you go. You said it perfectly, Emily. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening on this week's episode about communication and yeah. our little rant. Yeah. I don't know, guys. To be completely honest, we're still working out the kinks here with um, our podcast, but we're really happy that you tuned in, and we will keep you guys updated with content. Follow us on Instagram at Up to Talk. Um, our our podcast streams on Spotify and Apple, and. I don't know. Hit us up with any questions, always. Yeah, our DMs are open. See you guys next Monday. Bye.